Okay, uh, are we good? So good. So good. So good. So good. Hello and welcome to Bruce Day Tuesday. Go ahead, Mary, whatever you were going to say. Please go right ahead. I wasn't up to much. What did you have to say? I was the from the Sweet Caroline. It was super worth it. Uh, sorry, I stepped all I'm over. Done. Your, I'm done I now. All over your bop, bop, bop. Could you do it again, please? No, I don't. Let's get it. Let's get a clear bop, bop, bop. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna start the thing over the bop, bop, aren't you? Bop, bop, bop. Now Tyler. Hello, welcome to Bruce Oh, see now you, I let you get your bop, bop, bop out, and then you talked about how I wasn't going to over me starting the intro. Look, I think you just need to do it. Tyler's gonna jump in, whatever I do. It doesn't matter. I was going to. I won't anymore, but I absolutely was going to. (laughs) We've known each other too long. I won't, I won't. Welcome to Bruce Day Tuesday podcast episode 460. I'm Sam Ginsberg and here is the little Miss Muffet of podcasting, Tyler Dryblade. I am scared of spiders, so makes a lot of sense. Um, hey everybody, we're going to be talking about uh, money and rain and the law. Three things that are obviously interconnected. Uh, so if you don't get it, you dumb idiot. Um, but, uh, speaking of people who aren't dumb idiots, Mary's Aww. with us. Hey, Mary. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. I just, I just want to point out, I just want to say, I just noticed right now that Sam has a lot less hair than he did the last time I saw him, which to be fair, was probably like three weeks ago. So maybe it's been like this for a while, but looking, looking fresh, Sam. I know. Thank He's you. a big haircut over here. Uh, three sex did it. She always says it. Well, that's nice. great. Thank um, you. And you've got something different going on, too, Mary. Are you in just a different part of your house, or are you somewhere entirely else different? Yeah, I'm just in a different room in my house. This is my guest room slash work-from-home room. Uh, I'm in here because I have a senior Tesla is in the normal office space, currently on a Skype stuff with his bros. So uh, I can't record from a normal spot, or you get, like, side convo. Right. And, you don't, and you don't get precedent. You've been doing the show for... Six years, seven so years. So I have now? Well, the thing is, I have two pretty good computer setups, and he just has the one. So it makes more sense for me to that's fair move to the secret other room. Well, what beer did you bring up there with you? Well, good news, I'm back to back to basics, baby. <laughs> we got I don't even know. It's got a lot of French and German words on it. Deglas and Torrens. Saison de Herbemer from Belgium. <laughs> it's, oh. orig- it's an original Belgian Saison beer, uh, Belgian farmer's beer with Sazer hops, S-A-A-Z-E-R, yeah. whatever, from Belgium. So there's a lot of words on this can, so bear with me for a second. It's brewed in Belgium, cold shipped by tank container, and canned fresh in Oxford, Connecticut. And it's just there's a lot going on. None of those words really mean that much. Those are just advertising words. So I will say, there's this great part on the side. One, it's got, like, a cool saint on it, as is traditional with Belgians. But then it says, this is a blossomy, 
geranial and zesty in the aroma, sweet lemon in the palate, and a pithy gin-like bitterness with some hop sack dryness in the long lingering finish. And underneath that description of the beer, in like a script, it just says Michael Jackson. And I'm assuming it's not. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a beer Michael Jackson also. I was just assume it's a not the Michael Jackson or someone's just a fan. He actually he that's Michael. He wrote one of the textbooks Tyler and I had to read for our uh, homebrewing class. Oh, well, congratulations. His name is on this beer. I'm not sure why. Uh, I guess maybe he was involved in some way. Piffy gin-like finish. Yeah. Piffy. Piffy. Okay, I'm going to try I actually took some umbrage with was, you said that Belgians usually have saints on them? That is not something I've observed. It just seems like it just makes sense to me. Like, it's just got a little guy on the side. He's like, like monks are common. Yeah. I guess it's a but, monk. I don't know. It says Sanctus Arnoldus, Belgium. That sounds like Saint a Arnold. to me. 1040 to 1087. Saint Arnold. These things are on here with no... Good one, Tyler. These things are on here with no context. So it's like, is this his beer? Is it Michael Jackson's beer? Unclear. But it is Mary's beer tonight. I'm still on St. Arnold. I'm sorry. Yeah. Stoop kid. Gonna leave his stoop. It's good. It tastes like a Saison. I just got this because I was at Steve's Liquor. Shout out to Steve's. And I was like, what? Saison sounds nice. And I saw this and I was like, I like that it says Michael Jackson on it. <laughs> then I got it. Shimon. Tastes like a Saison. All right. 10 10. Spoilers for the rating later. <laughs> Uh, cool. Mary, can, can I uh, can I add a little bit of um, a little bit of extra good news for you? Yes. I guess I'm hoping this is good news. Do you want this? <gasps> is that a lock? And this also. <gasps> Where are these from? And yeah, I would love them. I we were I was cleaning out the basement. This is supposed to have a key. Don't know where it went. Whatever, Perfect. it's yours. Perfect. This, this is just a standard. Well, they call them combination locks. Technically, it's a permutation lock. I hate that they're called combination locks. Um, mathematically speaking, they're permutation Why? Locks. Why? Why the lots? Why the lots? Dude, We're going to have to listen to the Bruiser Tuesday podcast to find out, because you this, ditched us. Was that the one that you, was just you and me, Sam, we talked yeah. about that, my, yeah. my my certain topic for a long time? Your Sam naughty topic. <laughs> I, uh, I, I did listen to, like, the first 15 minutes of that episode, but I did not finish it yet, so. You got uh, it. No, I just, I, I don't know, I went on to other things. But um, one of the other things I'm going on to right now is my beer from Ten Bens. I have Cream Puff War, a peach double IPA. It's 8.2% ABV. Um, it says ale brewed with lactose and peach puree. Uh, I, it does sound good. Spoilers, though, uh, or not spoilers, what? Like, fair warning. Um, I am getting over a cold, so this might be like an asterisk beer. Uh, where it's like, I taste something, but I feel like if it's like, you can't taste the peach, it might not be the beer's fault. Oh. I feel like Sam also froze. Did I lose both of you? No, Sam's just looking at stuff. Yeah, my, my mic went I'm, out. I'm like, listening. You know, I was waiting for you to tell me what your fucking thing tastes like. Right. Tyler, like, yeah. dropped out. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it, my nose is, like, I'm just getting over the cold. I'm getting better. I should be good, but maybe not. Um, but it looks like uh, it's very um, opaque. It looks like uh, like some peach or like tangerine or mango type juice. 
got a very light head. Oh, I definitely smell peach. This smells like a dull peach fruit cup. I choose. I still eat those, and I like those. Me too, big time. Um. Wow. Huh. Hmm. I'm gonna need another. I'm gonna need another taste. You made a lot of noises. Sounded confused, mm. but also mm. pleased. Mm. 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 So there's a lot of peach flavor in here, which I do like, but there's some sort of like astringency. I think it's from the hops. I think it's like, it's not like bitterness necessarily. It makes my tongue and palate feel weird. And mm. I don't love that part, but I think that's like the double part of this double IPA. Um, so I don't know. It's 50-50 for me so far. Uh, Sam, what do you have? I don't, oh, I don't get any lactose or anything like that from it, by the way. Uh... I haven't gotten any lactose from mine, but I also haven't started trying it yet, so maybe that maybe it'll come through later. Although it is um Athletic Brewing's NZ Pale. That's New Zealand Pale, so I guess I'm not really expecting much lactose there. Oh man, if that was an actual beer, I would really want to try it. Because you're expecting some uh some out of this world hop experience. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say anywhere on it. That it has galaxy, or even like hint at galaxy's um, flavor profile. Um, the silver surfer isn't on that can. Uh, no. Um, okay. He isn't. Uh, I would argue that we reside in a galaxy to the same degree that the silver surfer does. Well, isn't he the herald of Galacticus? Galactus. Galactus? Jesus Christ. It's only three syllables. Even should I knew that. Should we boot him off the call? Galacticus. I don't know. Such I don't. A moron. I will say that I don't think we exist in a galaxy in the same way that Silver Surfer does because he's not real. So there's, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I I exist in the galaxy much more than he does. Yeah, like we all exist way more than all the Marvel characters do. You're telling me. You're telling me there's no like ancient Roman crossover where he's Galacticus, and he's like. I mean, the comics are Emperor of Rome. Wild, so it's yeah, highly possible. There's that's what I'm like saying. some like, oh, it's yeah. the great god Galacticus is going to exactly. eat a little togas or whatever. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, Thank that's you. sure. I, I will say Silver Surfer got too weird for me, and I stopped reading Silver Surfer. So probably it continued to get weirder, and then he yeah, went for to. For all you general. know, he goes by Galacticus now. It doesn't tempted, matter because they're not real. <laughs> tempted to Google Galacticus, but I won't. Um, You'll just see my homemade. Erotic drawings. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but what do you taste in there? Uh, it's just like a normal ass pale ale. I don't know what's NZ about it. I don't know it in the slightest. It's it's a it's a decent pale ale, and I think I've said before that um, hop forward beers are better in an NA profile. And I've had some sours in here that have disappointed, and some like browns and darks that have really disappointed. Um, so this is like tastes more like a real pale ale than your average, but also, like, a basic-ass pale ale doesn't really excite me to begin with. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. You know, um, I've been thinking more about this astringency. Maybe it's the alcohol that's coming through. You know, it is 8-2. Maybe it's just not hidden that well, and I'm just like, oh, this tastes like booze, and I'm not used to that. Maybe Maybe that's, like, going on. Maybe it's just your cold, though. Like, the booze is coming through is because it's the most powerful thing in there, but, like, you're losing the flavors. 
Anything's possible. Who knows? I have a bad nose to begin with. May as well just cut it off. Then you would look like a, such a Jill. Mm, the Jill. Uh, that would really show my face, am I right? I really, I, it's, it's weird. I should like making Jew jokes more when Jed or Zach are our third, but yeah. I really like making them the most when Mary's on here because she gets uncomfortable. So it makes me the most uncomfortable. So resident, resident lady and Gentile of this show <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I laughed. Was it okay that I laughed? Like, oh, God. I mean, three stacks rolls with the punches on those, but I think, yeah. uh, I think, her last name of Ginsburg is acting as a bit of a shield for her at this point. That's true. Well, uh, you know, who else likes to make people uncomfortable? Flying Dog. There it is. So let's go to our first article, fredericknewspost.com. Talking about FNP. Yeah, FNP. Probably the best publication in Maryland, wouldn't you say, Sam? Uh, it's, it's trash. It's trash garbage. And uh, I wrote one letter to the editor once because someone... <laughs> Some someone else wrote a letter to the editor about how like the extreme degree of bigotry towards Catholics specifically, and I was <laughs> like, "Ayo, dog, maybe look at all other religions for five seconds." Um, uh, it didn't get published, but that's probably because I was like thirteen years old, and I started with my letter to the editor with "Ayo, dog." Um, oh, okay, <laughs> and yeah, for that reason and that reason alone. <laughs> Uh, I love the FNB. Um, but this is actually a follow-up article. This is a sequel article. So this article is, Judge says regulators wrong to ban flying dog beer label that had naked man. Oh, finally. This is their frozen season winter ale. Um, you may remember we talked about this getting uh, the kibosh because it's got a naked person with potentially a little dinger. It's, it's so small it may not exist. It's difficult to tell. Yeah, it's unclear. Um, but, uh, North Carolina was like, uh, any possible dinger is not getting on this can slash bottle, flying dog, no siree. If you've got a donger, you're in the wronger. <laughs> got it. Good one. Zoom, baby. Uh, yeah, um, they had said in the summer of 2021 that the label was in bad taste. Uh, and so, flying dog sued... And U.S. District Judge Terrence W. Boyle ruled in favor of the brewery, uh, basically saying that the, the regulation. Tea? I'm sorry. And Big T. That's his judge name now. Oh yes, Judge Big T. Because he's cool, no. I guess. Yeah. Well, he, uh, in the immortal words of one of our best justices, he likes beer. So. <sighs> I think I couldn't tell. It happened to. Quick off screen. Did Becca just hit you? Yeah, right in the chest. <laughs> Good. Good job. Well, well done, Becca. Um, ah, then she tweaked my nip. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, he said that the regulation that North Carolina used to uh, not approve this label was vague and overbroad and infringed on the First Amendment. Um, so there, I think we've had a couple uh, things similar to this where it's like. You, if you want to get rid of something, you have to have like a specific reason. It can't just be like your discretion. And that's like, I don't like this. That's right, not and that's reason. yeah, and that's basically what was happening here. So uh, they get to sell their naked dude in North Carolina and presumably all other places as well. Such a timely ruling in uh, May for their winter <laughs> season. So true. I guess we'll be seeing tiny, tiny donger guy in I guess 
a couple, some months from now, seven months-ish. Yeah. I'm so split on whether I want to try this beer. Because on the one hand, it's a show beer. Well, not a, you know, it's a, it's a content content beer. Special feature, yeah. But also, it's a winter ale, and winter ales suck. But it's 7.4, according to this uh, label shot. 7.4 for a winter ale is pretty good. If I saw it, I would try it. But winter ale is not my favorite style. Nor mine. You're you're easily in the best shape to pick this up, though. Yeah, I, true. I couldn't tell you, like, how a winter ale is different from a normal ale. Can somebody tell me? Is it Does it have, like, wintry spices in it? Or, like, like what is the Someone farted fish? an orange peel into it. Oh, okay. Eh. Tyler was about to make his own point, and then he heard my point and just nodded. Because it was true. so, it was so good. It's like a LaCroix, <laughs> but a beer. Uh, well, yeah, Sam, you, you put it so eloquently. I was like, I could only repeat this, but worse. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, I mean, yeah, I think I would try it if I saw it. I wouldn't go out of my way to get this beer, but if I was, like, you know, pulling up to Atlantic Liquors and they had some of these, I would try it. Um, I think, ultimately, this is good. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, if if it was, like, in, like a detailed, like, anatomically correct penis, and it was just, like, the only thing you could see on the can, I'd be like, maybe that's a little aggressive. It seems a little gross, is, yeah. Yeah, but this is, like, so abstract and harmless that I'm I'm glad they can sell this. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, just a little, little wee-wee, just a little guy. You can't even tell if it this is, is like, a beer. It's barely Enhance. Enhance. Enhance and clarify. Enhance and clarify. It's like a, it's like a lowercase u- yeah, it looks like Tyler's <laughs> Yep, that's exactly right. Speaking of things I like to slurp down, do you mind if I go next? <laughs> Did I get to take out of Mary? Did I get Almost. I didn't. I didn't. I kept it in, but almost. That was pretty good. Yeah, go uh, ahead, Sam. I, I, I have to insist that I go first just because mine is kind of time sensitive. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have a cup of tea that I have to drink as my Ooh, content. Great. If you want to check out my a tea cup there. Ooh, nice. Oh, it's got, like it's got a little girl on it. I got this I got this for my birthday. Happy, um, happy birthday. Thank you. Um, so this is uh, a tea from Stephen Smith Tea Maker. Mary, you haven't been on in, in a few weeks, so you might not know that this is like a this is my thing now. I I review a tea. Oh it's okay. drinking a beer. That's nice. Um, this is called Digits. Uh, there are two reasons that I'm looking forward to trying it. One is that um, it's a collaboration with um, basketball player, w- well, retired basketball player Scotty Pippen. I've heard of him. Well done. Um, and the other is that it's a bourbon barrel aged black tea. So that's how I'm bringing oh, it around oh. to being something for the show. Okay. Happening with a dry. Tea? I, Did it put the dry tea in a barrel? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, could you put the... You have to... Like, the tea leaves have to be wet at one point. Maybe they dried them in an oak barrel. I don't know anything about how to make tea. We gotta start a new podcast, you guys. Uh, let me just read the copy and see yeah. if that eliminates oh, uh, right. anything for you. Oh, yes. Big, smooth, and strong with notes of leather and spice. This blend of uh, Assam, Ceylon, and Kimun... I'm sure I'm pronouncing all this wrong. Uh, black teas was mellowed in digits bourbon whiskey barrels by Scotty Pippen, Dave Finney, and our champion. Personally involved, not even, 
Scotty was there picking up uh, handfuls of tea leaves hand, for the mini barrels. Hand by Scotty Pippen. I don't know. He wasn't even like part of this. He was just there that day for some reason. Yeah. I was like, can I help? And they're like, yeah, Scotty Pippen. <laughs> just, Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was a task rabbit thing. It just <laughs> showed up. Um, yeah, and, and then it says, uh, pour yourself a triple double, which is a, a fun little basketball joke. Okay, I'm assuming that I'm correct and that they like, cause when you, the, like tea leaves are like plant leaves that you pick. And so they're like, you know, plump and juicy with all that plant moisture. And then you have to like let them dry out and then you crush them up into tea. So yeah. I'm gonna say they let them like dry out in like bourbon barrels. I just feel like it would get moldy. I don't know, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. Off podcast. Sorry, listeners. How is it? So I get one main note, and it's a note that I've I've heard mentioned in tea descriptions before and never picked out. And didn't realize how little I wanted to experience it in a tea. <laughs> Does it have kind of an oaky afterbirth? Yikes. Uh, it tastes leathery. Which is like, when you hear it described among Gross. other flavors and stuff, it's like, yeah, that sounds classy as shit. But... This tastes kind of like I'm chewing on a belt. Well, it did tell you in the copy that it was going to taste leathery. Among many other things. I don't taste the bourbon barrel. I don't taste <laughs> spices. I don't just taste leather. anything big. It's just, yeah, it's just, it tastes someone threw a woven leather belt in a in a pot of boiling leather water. Belt? That's gross. Belt? Uh, what's your favorite tea, Sam? Uh, you're going to think it's a bit. It's calming jasmine tea. I do love calming jasmine tea. I, I, I drink a lot of jasmine tea. Jasmine tea and peppermint tea are my two main teas. Interesting. I don't like a peppermint tea. How about you, Mary? I am an Earl Grey lady. Earl Grey? Not Lady Grey. Not Lady Grey, Earl Grey. This is the one thing where the dude version is better. There's another tea called Lady Grey, which is like a milder version of Earl Grey, but oh. it's not as good. I thought you were making a... Uh, uh, a fable uh, reference? Yeah, fable reference. Is that a... What? I don't know what you're talking about, Lady but I Grey. love that that happens. Lady Grey is like this... Like, she's like the mayor or equivalent to, oh. like, the ta- this one town. And if you play enough of the story, you figure out she, like, killed her sister. But oh, you can spoilers. also marry and bang her. And then oh, if great. you uh, get, like, her opinion of you high enough, she'll give you a magic sword. Oh, I and love that. I think maybe in Fable 2, there's a quest where you, like, dig up her corpse or something. Oh. That might have just been a sexy dream I had. I forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Oh, um, yeah. I just like Earl Grey. Nice. Yeah. I, I enjoy uh, strong black teas. Mm. Yeah, basically, the tea is, like, almost coffee. Yeah, I'm, like, into that. I like my tea the way I like my men. Strong. Strong and black. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying with their full consent. No, I like to drink tea without consent. Yeah, well, I guess that's fine. It's just <laughs> tea. <sighs> what if what if after, like, you did a tea reading after you drank it, and it was like, bro, not cool. <laughs> Hands off my body. <laughs> what? Not so chill happened. Yeah, something, something not so chill just happened. Um, hashtag ET. Nope. 
Wait, Wait, not. I decide if, if me T or T two is like the better joke. Oh. I didn't think they're both bad. Well, T two makes me think about the Terminator sequel. Right. So at least at least then I can be happy in some regard. That's well, the only Terminator movie I've seen. Because <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. He said I could skip the first one. He gave me like a five minute summary, and then he was like, "You're good." And then I watched the second one. The first one is. I mean, so the second one is, like, a more entertaining movie, but the first one, I think, is a has a better plot. Is it because it's more romantic? Because she meets that dude, and that's how she makes the sun? Spoilers. There is, like, a five-minute uh, uh, baby-making scene, I will say that. Um, under a bridge, if I recall correctly, so maybe not the most romantic, right. but still. I would love uh, to see a five-minute baby-making scene, but it's like, a, um, it's like an in vitro situation, so it's just, like... Smooth jazz over like people working with test tubes and shit. Yeah, it's just the, the what is it? The centrifuge going around real slow. <laughs> Great. Uh, excellent. Okay, all right. So, um, what would you rate that T? One out of ten. Uh, three. <laughs> okay. It's a shame because it was really fucking expensive because it had Scotty Pippa's name on it. <laughs> Well, you know, it's weird because I assume anything that Scotty Pippen endorses is going to be of the highest quality. I'll be googling to try to figure out how barrel aging tea works, and I found a lot of very like twee hipster articles that didn't tell me anything. But from what I can tell from the pictures, I think the dried tea leaves just go in the barrel for a bit. Yeah, which is what you thought. It doesn't yeah. seem like it would infuse very much flavor, and this I know is the only, it's the only barrel aged tea I've ever had, and you can't taste the barrel. Seems a little gimmicky. I don't know. Well, we're talking about expensive barrels. We should move on to our next article from CityBeat.com. Cincinnati Brewery Urban Artifact releases the world's most expensive beer. Oh, wow. It's $1,100 per barrel. Uh, yeah. So, yes, it's called, um, what is it? Fucking Astronaut Ice Cream or something like that? Astronaut Food Blackberry and Blueberry. Right, astronaut food, blackberry and blueberry. Yes, it um, it's made with like a shitload of freeze dried fruit, which is why it costs a lot. Uh, it's just like fruit costs. Um, so it's it's made with over a thousand pounds of freeze dried blackberries and blueberries. And the thing is, it takes eleven pounds of fresh fruit to make one pound of freeze dried fruit. So Sam, you do the math and tell me how much that is. I would, but I didn't hear any of the numbers because I wasn't listening to you. Um, okay. I'm just kind of surprised. It's like the fact that this freeze-dried fruit is really expensive because it takes what Tyler just says. It's 11 pounds of fresh fruit to make one pound of freeze-dried fruit. Right. So what? It's like it's like 11,000 pounds of actual fruit that they use to make this 1,000 pounds of dried fruit? I guess, I guess so. Okay. That's, That's pretty crazy. That's a lot of fruit, which is why this is so expensive, which is why it comes out to $1,100 per barrel. Can I say, like, I like this quote from Brett Coleman Baker, one of the co-owners of Urban Artifact. He says, when we first came up with the idea for astronaut food, it wasn't about the price. Okay, like, you went, you set out, and you made the world's most expensive beer on accident. Okay, Brett, with one cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. They claim, they claim that they did not set out to make the world's most expensive beer. They, they set out to make the world's fruitiest beer. They wanted to get as much fruit per drop as possible. And so they went with freeze-drying because you can cram so much more fruit in there. Yeah? I find, that, they say. I find that medium believable. 
Well, that's that's what the man says. I don't know. Um, so it, but the thing is, I think this is kind of deceptive because it's like eleven hundred per barrel, but you can buy a four pack for thirty bucks. So it's like, I guess, in so one way, the world's most expensive beer, but like definitely not in most other ways. Because then they sold it for what, like five hundred dollars a six pack or whatever. Like no one's gonna buy that. But like, uh. End of the world as we know it, or whatever it was. That was the end like, of the world as we know it was fifty bucks for a single, wasn't it? For a single, correct. Yeah, so that's more expensive than this. What if the what Someone if the no one told City Beat? What if the four pack of beer? What if each can is like one ounce? It's like a little weedy baby <laughs> of beer, and it's like yeah, this is the four pack. Each each can's a thimbleful of beer for a mouth. That would be different, yeah. <laughs> and then maybe they would have something. That would be a I, choice, also. I guess what if that were the case? If that were the case, then I would be baffled. <laughs> and I wouldn't buy it. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. But I guess probably, like, the end of the word, as we know, it didn't cost, like, $1,100 excuse me, eleven hundred to make a barrel. They just, like, it cost, you know, $800, whatever, and they sold it for however much money. And I, I feel think like that's, there's a little loss on this. Maybe. It might be. It's a press. Yeah, so, uh, this, I think part of the issue is this, this article is poorly written. That's true too. Um, also, this beer is fifteen percent ABV, so like that's pretty cool. Ooh. Ooh. Which is a lot, a lot worse than the end of the word as we know it, but still pretty good. Yeah, I would say it's definitely there's just a picture in this article of the can of beer next to a glass of the beer, and there's no like banana for scale, so it could be extremely tiny. <laughs> I, I've been thinking more about your terrible idea, Mary, and realizing <laughs> that if I saw it, I'd buy it immediately. If I if I saw a, a and, like like a, a four pack that made me feel like I was in Alice in Wonderland, I would I would buy it just to show people on the show. Like, I almost just, got you again, Mary. That's twice in one app. I almost got you again. I know this is risky being on this beer podcast. I do a lot of drinking, and you guys do a lot of good jokes. Yay! That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said. Huh. About this podcast. I want a podcast for me, not for an audience. That's that's the most accurate thing we say every single time we record. I got something in my beer. Hmm. Is it your mouth? Nope. At least one thing is a cat hair. Not sure about these other guys. Um. So I probably wouldn't get this beer if I saw it. Uh, as opposed to the like the winter one. For- I think. It- like for a thirty dollar four pack? No, I would not get it. Yeah, I think if there was a single can of it and it was like eight dollars, and I saw it, I'd probably try it because of this article. If I saw it without the context of the article, I'd have been like, eh, and probably not gotten it. Yeah, I think a sour beer. This just seems like a little too much, but with the fifteen percent ABV is kind of a lot. I don't usually go for beers over ten anymore. It's, it's age. the world's fruitiest beer, Mary. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know either. That's the most I have to say, too. World's fruitiest beer. It must be made with a lot of Tyler Trimble. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Explain it to me. Me neither. I don't get no. it either. Okay. Uh, Mary, explain to me what you've been up to lately. Oh, well, let me see. What have I been up to? Um, I think it's more what I'm going to be up to. So tomorrow, a.k.a. yesterday, when this podcast comes out, I have to report right. for I have to report for jury duty. Huh. TBD on how that will turn out. Um, 
the way Wisconsin does jury duty, which I've learned for at least the federal court, is they will send you a letter like two months in advance. Like, hey, you've been called for jury duty. You have to set up. You have to put the whole month of May on hold and just be on deck to like get called in at any time during May for jury duty. So each week this month, I've had to like call a phone number to be like, is this my week? And they've been like, no, until finally they were like, yes. And so now I have to report tomorrow to the courthouse. And I think what they say is that this annoying process cuts out the, like, if you go to, like, jury duty that I've had done before in other states, like, you sit in a room for a long time, and they may or may not actually call you out of that room. This supposedly cuts that step out. So, in theory, I should be just, like, in a courtroom tomorrow getting interviewed by lawyers and telling them that, I don't know, I'm too smart to be on the jury. Please let me leave. So we'll see how that goes. So, wait, you've, but you've been to juries in other places. Have you ever, like, served on a jury? I not. So, I, okay, so I've only been called for jury duty one other time in California, and I did get the point where I was, like, in the room, but it was, like, a weird time because I was, like, in college, and I was, like, about to start, like, a summer job the next week, and so the judge was, like, you have any problems? And I was, like, really, like, I was, like, a baby, so I was, like, I'm starting a job on Monday, and, like, I don't think I should be on jury duty when my job starts, and they were, like, so is this going to be, like, a big problem for you? And I was, like, yeah, and the judge was, like, this very nice old man, so I think he was just, like, whatever, like, get out of here, and I was, like, bye, and then so I just, like, left. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. similar to my experience. I also got called in California, and mm-hmm. I sat in a room for a while, and then they called me up, and the judge asked if I had any issues, and I was like, it was a, it, it was a murder trial. So, Ooh. yeah. Uh, so you were like, I really love murder. I was like, uh, sir, my enormous boner is going to be a distraction throughout proceedings, so I think you should dismiss me. Enormous? Uh, <laughs> oh, you're he was like, He was like, son, do you know what perjury is? <laughs> uh, but, no, um, so so it was going to be, like, you know, potentially, like, a long-ass trial, and I was like, it would be a, a financial hardship for me to serve, and then they dismissed me, and it, that was all I had to do. Yeah, I will not have that to fall back on because annoyingly, Sam and I have an yeah. Annoyingly, you're rich to be on jury duty, so yeah. that needs that. Yeah, I was working at a thrift store. They would not have paid me to be at jury duty. Yeah, um, but the jury would have paid you like thirty bucks a day or whatever to be on the jury. So hey, that's true. Uh, I I would like to be on a jury. I'd like to serve on a jury for a much lower stakes trial. You know, like murder. No, thank you. But like it's almost. Like a was like a weed charge or something, and so yeah. it's just like, duh. Mean, or like, it was like, oh, you had a weed. Found it. I also could have been like, I don't think that should be a crime. I would have been like, all right, she's out of here. That's true too. <laughs> but like, because I would like to see like how a trial actually works, like yeah. not on TV, you know? Yeah. Okay, interesting. I always feel like I'm so busy at work that I'm like, I don't really want to do this. But also, like, maybe it could be a cool learning experience. I don't know. I think it'd be cool as long as I didn't have somebody's life in my hands like yeah. I would have at this other trial. Yeah, I highly doubt it's that intense. We'll yeah. see. Um, the other fun thing about the jury duty is that I, they told me to watch a video for, like, jury duty orientation to get ready for it. Uh, no, it was, just like, it was like a 23-minute video that I had, like, That's down so long. It was really long. So I, so I remember how long it is. I downloaded it. It was like three minutes. It was like 23 minutes, and I was like, oh, my God. Um, but it was, it was really filmed in like the 90s. It was like standard definition, like square, very tiny. I had to watch it in a very tiny window on my computer. And they were like, and I thought it was going to be specific to those content court and be like, this is what you do tomorrow. But no, it was like a general, just like, 
U.S., this is what juries are for. And yeah, we yeah. have what the Constitution is. And they're like, we're going to hear from two current Supreme Court justices about the importance of jury trials. And then freaking, like, Sandra Day O'Connor pops up. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is important. If you were on trial, you'd want a fair jury also. So I was just like, Sandra, <laughs> get out of here. So it's just like a hot mess. It's just uh, like a what? What is it? What's that fucking old cartoon from the seventies that used to teach people what was going on? Full House Rocks. Yeah, exactly. Kind of similar vibes, but it was like you know, no cartoons, no songs, just song. And they interviewed people who had like been on juries, and they were like, "Yeah, it was very meaningful for me." And like, this one guy had a story about how he was on a jury, and then after the trial was done, he saw the lawyer that had lost was, like, walking, he's, like, he was walking around outside the courthouse, and it was pouring rain, he's, like, walking around in the rain, and, like, it just, like, felt very, like, maybe you realize how serious the court date was, <laughs> and I was, like, you watched a man have, like, a mental breakdown, you're, like, wow, how meaningful this was for me <laughs> to, like, do, so, yeah. He was, he was probably walking around thinking, how'd I lose that one, I'm gonna get fired. And this guy's like, wow, how that guy has so much feeling about this court case. Amazing. Uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Sam, you ever been you ever been called to jury duty, Sam? Never. Uh, and in my current circumstance, I I think I would enjoy it. I think it would be interesting, at least. Uh, and also, um, I kind of would like to see just how host my uh, work team would get. Like if I was <laughs> if I was gone for like a while. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if I'm gone, I'm going to be gone for, like, a week because I have to be on trial or something. It's going to just be, like, messed up when I get back to work. So, which, one of my friends, I told my friends this, and she was like, that's not your problem. And I was like, I love that. Thank you. So It's true, though. That's the government's problem. <laughs> it's the government's problem. Um, he did so, that. So, yeah, so that's what I have going on. Oh, hi, space president. Welcome to the podcast. Well, that's fun. Yeah. That's a Tyler sidebar for your edification. Um, what Sam was to you before is that I picked up a hobby of picking locks. Oh, so I'm cool. Look out for random locks to have so I can pick them. So Sam apparently has got to give me a couple of locks. I just have to remember to bring them to work. Can I inner office mail them to you or yeah. do you think they're too heavy? No, you can do that. I think as long as you put in the envelope and it's not like, you know, lead, then I think it's fine. I, I don't think you want the permutation lock. So I have, that's the only thing I was going to say, Sam, so like if that's like sealed in plastic, like you should just keep that in case you need one. I'll take the other one, though, that has no key. That's like my jam. Yeah, no, because the issue is, like, you you can't lock, I mean, you can, but like, I assume you're doing like little tools. Well, they, those usually have like a key on the back. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I can't, I can't tell with the packaging, but Never all mind. of the ones I've seen in the past have had a keyhole in the back. How to, how to unlock permutation locks, too. It's a different skill set. It is a different skill set. I, uh, I did lockpicking for a while. I could break into my house in Burlington for a little bit. That's against... See, we're going to get... We're going to rehash content. That's, that, that is good with one of the two rules, but not the other rule. Because it's a lock you own, which is cool. Actually, you're probably renting, so probably not, actually. Uh, and But a lock you rely on, you're not supposed to practice on. Yeah, Tyler. Golden rules of lock sport. One is only no. pick locks you own, and then two, don't pick locks that you rely on. I know this. I had, like, the little triangle thing that you put the locks in, you practice it. I have the whole set. The yeah. reason I found out that I could break in there was because I had to. I love it, yeah. So getting all up on my lock police over here. Yep. 
And the lock police. Locks on my jocks. What if I go to the jury tomorrow and it's like this case is about someone picking locks and I'll be like, brother. <laughs> I was I thought you were gonna be like, what if I go to the jury tomorrow and rat you out about picking that lock you've known? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, like the court of Wisconsin is gonna come get you. Weirdly enough, the court of Wisconsin has jurisdiction over Burlington, Vermont. Little known fact. Little known fact. Yeah. Little true fact. Uh, whatever. Uh, moving on to something that doesn't have anything to do with anything we've been talking about. Our last Ooh. article from Thrillist.com. Natural Light is giving away Memorial Day. What? No. Celebrating Memorial Day by giving away free beer if it rains. My first question. My first question. Where? <laughs> like, where if it rains where? Because it is always raining somewhere. Right. It's probably a... a, a county-by-county county offering or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's This article is also not written that great. But, so, apparently... Um, uh, <laughs> that's that's a really funny uh, misuse of grammar while criticizing someone else's writing. Well, I are good and smart, so it makes sense. Um, they're tracking 36 different states, I guess. So... I don't know. It's going to rain in every state other than probably Nevada. If you get rained on, just head to naturallight.com slash natterdays. Right. For right. years on us. So, I guess if you, I don't know, but again, I don't know if they're just counting if there's rain in any part of the state. And then the redemption seems really simple. You just have to, like, upload your receipt and they will give you dollar bills for a, like, case of their... But here's the thing, it's their new product, Red, White, and Blueberry Lemonade Natterdays. So. I don't even want that, yeah. We should get uh, Brian Smith back on here. <laughs> I'm not sure if this product has been released yet, but I'm sure he's had it anyway. The original Natterdays, or whatever it was, the pink lemonade one, I think, wasn't yeah. as bad as I thought it was going to be. I think it was like Did a strawberry it? lemonade? I did. I did bring it on the show. It was, uh. like, too sugary for me, but it wasn't total ass like I was expecting. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're, like, fine. Like, fine in the same way that, like, you know, like, a shandy is fine, where it's, like, probably a little too sweet for me, but if it's, like, really hot out and it's, like, summer, it's, like, okay. Yeah. I, I thought this was better than a shandy. Really? Me too. Yeah, me too. I but I don't like shandies. I don't really like blueberry, so this might not be for me either. Yeah, I feel like but I would want the regular Natterdays more than this yeah. one. But if, if, all, if all I have to do is like, oh no, never mind. I have to. I yeah, okay. Well, Did you want to click on the website and see the birthday thing? And you're like, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. I'm gonna make a fake birthday. Sam, when's your birthday? May. Uh-huh. Uh, 15? Hey, look at you. And then, uh, 1999, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we make like, a lot of jokes about, about me. how much older uh, you are, but yeah, the differential's not, not quite there. Uh, I just, I want to see what these asterisks are. They keep being like, if it rains on you, you get some Natterdays asterisk, and I want to know what it goes to. It's going to be like, not really, losers. I will not accept cookies. Get out of here. Oh, my God. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like a pretty easy redemption thing, which is, like, the one thing it has going for it. But, um, I guess no is the answer. It doesn't, actually. Okay. Uh, sidebar. This pet peeve I have on websites and also just anything is, like, 
when you have an asterisk for a footnote that indicates there's like something else you want to tell me and you don't put that note on the same web page, like that should be illegal. <laughs> it's so upsetting to me. That is correct. I agree. You're implying like, there are extra conditions here, not gonna tell you what they are. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Ah. Yes. Anyway. I don't think I would try this beer if I just happened to see it. Hate you now, you like. No. That's where I'm at right now. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Tyler, what's new with your life? Uh, I don't know. I also celebrated a birthday, but I don't think I did anything. Like, I went, I had dinner. That was very nice. But, like, I didn't really do, Becca, what have I been up to? Help me birthday was on a You're Friday. You should have turned yeah. it up. I work Saturdays. Oh. And I was sick. What? So I was sick. I don't know. Is that fun? Is that fun for anybody? I hope. I mean, you said you're still feeling a little ill. I hope you feel better. Thank you. It's it's not the vid. A bunch of people got the vid at my work. Um, yeah. So I, including like, you, Mary. You you're like you're like I know I, all these. Talking about how I got COVID. Was that on the show yet, or is that that was right after the last time I was on the show, Sam? Oh. Like, it was Sunday. And then I you got hate. COVID the next day. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, why are we talking about my cold when you got the vid? Oh, because it, it seems like, because in real time, it was, like, a while. It's, like, you know, it's some like weeks ago. Three or four weeks ago. But, like, yeah, I guess in podcast time, I haven't talked about it yet. Yeah, I got the Rona. And it How was, was not it? exciting. I mean, so, I, you know, I'm obviously vaccinated and boosted and stuff. But, like, I still was ill and, like, laid out for, like, two days because I had, like, a fever and, like, body aches. And then I had just, like, a bad cold for like eight more days and can really breathe through my nose very well and then yeah it was really discouraging because I tested positive on like a Monday and supposedly I could test negative like as early as like six days after that but then I was still positive then so I was like oh so I had to like keep isolating and stuff and so I was like living in my basement and like senior Tesla was like living upstairs he didn't get it and he, we didn't want him to get it and it was just like a whole thing and I was just like uh I played a lot of video games though, so that was fun. Did you did you really like maintain a fairly strict like quarantine? Were you just like yeah. basically by yourself for like eight days? Yes. How was that? Was that good for your mental health? It was really bad for my mental health. I just I worked from home, so I was at this desk working. I slept in that bed in the guest room behind me because I was like I can't sleep upstairs with my husband. Um, and it really took me back to like the old quarantine days of like when we were actually working from home and being quarantined and stuff, and it was really miserable. <laughs> Yikes! That's Did not nice. enjoy it. Yeah, but no, so that's why I probably don't want to talk about it. Like blocked it out, but I played congrats a lot of Pokemon. On, okay, go ahead. Congrats on being able to keep your grubby paws off that slab of man for a week and oh change. Oh my gosh! Right? It's really tough. Uh, well, he was conveniently out of town at another dance thing, like, when I got it. So I think that was why he didn't get it. Because then I was able yeah. to, like, start isolating before he, like, got back. And then so then, yeah. And he's been flying around, and he didn't get it. It was pretty rude. Do you have, a, a like, a chief suspect of yes. where slash who? Yeah. would you like to so, tell me now on air? Uh, I went out for beers after work with other people on my team from work. And then a couple days later, one of them texted me to say, hey, I got the Rona, and I was already feeling kind of ill when I got that text, and I was like, nice, and then I tested, and I also had the Rona. So either he gave me the Rona or someone else there gave us both the Rona at the same time. I'm pretty well, sure that's what it was. 
if you if you haven't gotten it by now, you're in the minority. It's like sixty percent of Americans or something like that. I feel I like who didn't get it have secretly had it, but just didn't realize. Like, I think so, that's me. So ubiquitous. It's just like it would be insane. I think that's me. I actually think I caught a light variant like right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It wasn't fun. I don't recommend getting it. I mean, I let, now I feel great because I'm like I got those fresh antibodies. <laughs> So I feel pretty cool right now. So have you have you seen if you had like superpowers yet or anything? Like you got that, you got like five G or whatever it is. Five G. I'm super gay. Um, That's uh, wow! It was so easy for you to stay away from Senior Tesla. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> right. Um, what else are those side effects I'm supposed to get? I totally vote only Democrat now. As opposed to your your right. Uh, leanings before. Yeah, definitely, like, before, you can look back on the podcast like, while Mary was... There was a time where we could not get you to shut up about John McCain. Yeah, big fan, hero. Um, big fan of his daughter's whole hairstyle and all the stuff she's got going on. <laughs> I was one of the three people that bought her book. Um, yeah, big fan. Weird, weirdly catty. Yeah. <laughs> there, there. Fine. I like I got it. Thank you, McCain and I have beef. She doesn't know that, but she knows now for closing her the podcast. Yeah, she's like, what the hell? Well, because she's like, I'm trying to be a cool Republican because of my dad. It's just like, who even are you? Anyway. <sighs> Did you guys hear about she wrote a book and, like, 200 people bought it, like, total? It's incredible. It's, like, the it's, it's just insanely low number. That's good. I like that. How, you'd think that whoever her publisher was, would have done a little bit of research to see whether people would buy it. I don't know. Isn't that how all that works? You would think. Yes, you'd think so. But then, like, people were going to publish, like, Milo Yiannopoulos' book, and they were, like, surprised when everybody was mad. And it's like, you'd think you'd do any research into that, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think people just like, you know, like, a spicy meatball. Because they're like, even if people hate this, some people will buy it to, like, hate-read it. Right. So... But it's too spicy of a meatball. Or perhaps in this case, not spicy enough of a meatball. She's just, yeah, she's like, if you ground chicken into a meatball and didn't add any spices, it'd just be like, <laughs> bad meatball. It's just not meatball enough. Yeah. It's just not meatball enough. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. That sounds like one to end on, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, not with the episode, too, potentially. We'll see. Mary, what do you think of your beer? I mean, you know, you know how I feel about a classic Saison. Love them. Reminder for listeners, they didn't get enough of this the first time I described it. Oh, from, oh my god, De Glotzen Torin, their Saison de Erpmer, product of Belgium. De Erpmer. Erpmer. <laughs> like French or anything, really. Uh, it's 6.5% ABV. I don't know if I said that before. Uh, it's just an original Belgian Saison. Brewed in Belgium, canned in, in Connecticut. Yeah, thanks to Sanctus Arnoldus, who died in Belgium. And to Saint my Arnold. I had to do one. Wow, what a clever joke, Sam. Great. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, tastes like all the things they said. I don't really know what a geranial, what that adjective tastes like. I'm assuming it means like geraniums. I don't, I, don't know, I, don't know, like. I don't know. I don't know flowers. I don't know what they taste like. But definitely got like you know the bright like kind of lemony stuff in there. A little bitter. So I feel like their description is good. Does it taste like better or different from other saisons I've had? Not really. But 
kind of what I wanted today. So very standard stuff, good times. I'll probably give it uh like eight, 8.5 out of 10 as far as my standard. I like Saison's score. Nothing special, but was fun to drink. So thank you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I had 10 Ben's Cream Puff War Peach Double IPA, 8.2% ABV. I mean, it did have a lot of peach, but uh, I think, I do think it was the alcohol more than, like, a hop astringency or something like that, and I just, it was a little too much for me. I don't know. So, I'm going to give it, I think, a 5.5. Five. I mean, it is a double. You know, I can't really be mad at it for having, like, alcohol in there, but it just wasn't really particularly for me. So, I'll recommend this to people who, like, uh, uh, yeah, Sam, I guess I'll recommend it to Sam. People who want a little, a little kick, baby. I like a little soul in my bowl. Sure, whatever that means for people who like that, uh, try this beer. I think that might have been like the Zatarans uh, tagline oh, okay. like eight years ago. <laughs> your pool. Here, have this race. Uh, okay, I like that. That's good. Uh, brought to you by Zatarans. <laughs> Sam, how was your beer? Um, well, I actually also had. A, a beer that I bought because of Michael Jackson. Um, yeah, he told me to drink it because I'd like it. And turns out that guy's a smooth criminal because I did yeah. like it. See, I feel like there's a weird darker joke in there because I feel like didn't he give children like weird drinks to like oh, allegedly, it? allegedly. But your beer is not alcoholic, so I don't think that really goes with that theme. Because he'd be like, "Why isn't this working?" Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Sorry, I shouldn't speak ill of the dead. Allegedly. Allegedly dead. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, <laughs> my great joke aside that led to a great riff, um, this beer was boring, and I give it a 4.1, and I recommend it to people who want to go to sleep because it's boring. Huh. Okay. I think it's possible that I, like, early on in my NA experience, I was like, Oh yeah, I mean, I can see how this is like a facsimile, a facsimile of the real thing, and I'm just like so close to being out of NA dungeon that I'm like, no, nah, this sucks shit. Next. <laughs> yes. Uh, I want three sex to just remain pregnant, so you finally get sick of NA beers and come back to my side. I mean, I'm I I am sick of NA beers. Don't worry. Um. Uh, a week from today. Sure. Is when, in all likelihood, um, the baby will arrive. That'll be great timing because I think we need one more sesh to get through my current D and D arc mystery D eight cross promo. So hopefully yeah, we can I'll, do that. I'll probably be taking some off from that too. You you probably I'm aware. That, but I really yeah. I really just want to finish this dang ziggurat and then we can move on after baby break. Yeah, R.I.P. to three stacks of abdominal muscles. Anyway, if, uh, no, wait, hold on. Sam, what are you drinking next week? Probably a non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay, I, think I, have, I think I have an N.A. half I haven't had on here yet, so I'll have that. You know what? I could actually see that being okay. Because much like hops, like, it's got something else that's going on, you know? I think I'm, I'm worried that it's too light of a flavor to to carry the fact that there's not anything going on. It's really just like, like bread water. 
Tune in next week to find out. That's true. That's true. Eat some toast. Uh, Mary, thanks for being on. No problem. Always a pleasure. Uh, listener, if you want to tell us about your abdominal muscles, you can email us at Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast. You know, like, comment to us at Bruce Day Tuesday. You can come to the links at Bruce Day Tuesday.com. Let's keep it on. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Here comes a beer. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your matters. The doctor was like, Yo, let me see what's going on up there. And they were like, yeah, that feels like a baby's head. And they did uh, the scan, and they were like, no, nah, that's his butt. Your baby got a bony butt, dog. What up? What up? What is that? No. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. But I was like, I can't start making fun of Sam's child before it's born. <laughs>